This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. July 21st, Thursday. I'm very upset, Marigold. My mom is a part-time real estate agent. Actually, part-time might be a bit of an overstatement. In the decade or so since she took the exam, she sold a total of three houses, all of them for friends. I think my mom likes the idea of being a realtor more than the actual footwork. For all her organization and drive, my mother was never a career-oriented woman. In truth, my parents had a very traditional marriage. My dad brought home the bacon, and my mom wouldn't let him eat it because of his high cholesterol. Seriously, my mom was always busy with us three kids, and my dad was happy she wanted to manage our home life. For the record, I love my mother. But Carrie Kemp sees the world through the lens of a sheltered suburban housewife. And when something is not to her liking, she simply ignores it. Apparently, I have not been to her liking since I was a toddler. I went to your apartment to check on your personal belongings, but your roommate... Roberta, I believe her name is, wouldn't invite me in. She said as long as you were still paying the rent, you were the only person she would let in, which was a lie because a shady-looking character named Marco answered the door. I told her I had a right to be there, but she slammed the door in my face. I know Roberta didn't plan to let anyone go through my things, but I'd never known her to be rude. And was Marco living with her now? Eating my Costco barrel of Chex Mix and using my stockpiled toilet tissue? And I have to say, Marigold, I was shocked at the state of the area of town you live in. People sleeping on the streets and graffiti everywhere. I suppose you never told me your address because you didn't want me to worry about you. I never told my mother my address because she never asked. Your father and I have discussed it, and we've decided that when you wake up, it would be best if you come back home to live for a while. I know I turned your bedroom into a craft room, but you can stay in Sydney's bedroom. Or if she hasn't gone back to Boston yet, you can stay in Alex's bedroom. Did you get that? Mom turned my bedroom into a room for gourd painting and soap making, yet Sydney's room and Alex's room remain intact. I'm sure a psychologist would have a field day with that one. But my mother would just say, the lighting is better in my old bedroom. Meanwhile, Mr. Spooner has been a great advocate. He's going to see what he can do about getting a key to your apartment from management. He and Sydney are working together beautifully. He even got Sydney a membership to his gym at the country club so they can strategize while they're running. Uh-huh. And he's been urging the district attorney to stay on your case. He promised to set up a meeting with us soon. We're determined to make sure that Keith Young pays for what he did to us. Me. What he did to me. But whatever. I would let them fight that fight. I realized they needed something to focus on. My mother cleared her throat. I, um, also talked to your boss, Mr. Palmer. Now there's a surprise. 
And I would pay for that video to see my prim, pristine mother have a conversation with my sweaty, hairy boss. He's hired a temp for your position until you're well again. He said you're the best employee he's ever had. He said there are two keys to his business and that he has one and you have the other. I confess I was surprised and proud at how much your co-workers think of you, Marigold. You've never really talked about your job. Again, don't ask, don't tell. He gave me a collection that had been taken up among the employees. It's almost $5,000. $5,000? Most of the people who worked at the carpet business made barely above living wage. The fact that they had dug so deep into their pockets for me is both stunning and touching. I just want to say, Marigold, that I was doubtful about your job choice at first, but it seems as though you made a good decision after all. Mark this day on the calendar, people. My mother just said, out loud, I had made a good decision. Of course, the only witnesses to her statement were four comatose women. So you can see how upset everyone is. It's time to wake up, young lady, and stop worrying everyone to death. Her voice cracked. If you're doing this to hurt me, Marigold, you win. Then she left. Hello, this is Stephanie Bond, author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. What do you think will happen next? If you'd like to discuss the story with other listeners, check the show notes for a link to join the Facebook group and for links to other serials I've written. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of Coma Girl.